Welcome to the Nursing Connect Podcast. My name is Ava and I will be your host. I am the Chief Executive and Founder of the Remote Nurse Staffing Agency, Nursing Connect. And this is episode one, season one. So I decided to start off this podcast by sharing my journey into virtual nursing, how I went from being a bedside nurse to a virtual nurse. So I thought I'd set this tone for the season because we have more guests on the show who will be sharing their stories as well. So let's get right into my story. Okay. So I started off my nursing career working in the hospital, like most nurses do. And I was a medical surgical focal nurse. So I floated around the hospital in the med surge areas. Whenever a nurse called out or they needed extra hands on the unit, they would call the focal office pull a nurse and send them on their way. And I was one of the nurses they would pull and send to the units. So with that being said, I worked on a lot of floors. I worked on ortho trauma. I worked on solid organ transplant, bone marrow transplant, medical step down, general surgery, general medicine, gynoplastics, medical and surgical oncology, neuro and spine. It was it was a lot of stuff going on. It was fun for a little bit um, until I got overwhelmed, but it was it was definitely cool. So I trained for like eight weeks with a preceptor on one unit just to get the flow of how everything went. And then after that, I worked by myself um, for a month on that same unit. And then I started floating around the hospital. I know that was some intense. That's that's some intense training right there. I really did that. Um, anyway, so as I started floating and working more, I know I started to feel a little bit more burnt out. And all while this is going on, I'm learning this new role. I'm also pregnant. I was pregnant right after I graduated nursing school or, yeah, right after I graduated nursing school when I was pregnant. I'm working in the float pool during the COVID-19 pandemic, of course, and I'm just, you know, I just got burned out. That's, that's just some of it. I got burnt out and there were quite a few things I wasn't liking about Working at the bedside, number one was the workload. Um, the patient loads were getting heavier and heavier and heavier. And as y'all know, we don't have that many nurses. So trying to take on those heavy loads, like back to back to back to back, like every shift that nobody's, that's not sustainable for anybody. So there was that. And then the violence that would happen at the bedside. Oh my gosh. I did not know it was as bad as it was. I just remember one time, we had an act of violence in the ED, you know, before shift change, like I'm day shift, this happened on night shift. I came into work and, you know, charges like, hey, we got a huddle about something. And, you know, during morning huddle, we get into what happened in the emergency room. You know, the patient hit the nurse so hard, you know, for pain medicine that she could not wake up like she was out cold. So they end up sending her to one of our bigger hospitals. But and that was scary. Like, you know, that patient could have came up to the unit we were at and that could have been one of us in the, like, you know, I was like, dang, that was a little bit too close for me. I hate that happen to her. You know, I really do. Cause you know, you know, one of the things they asked, you know, what do you think she could have done better? Shoot, not come to work. Like, I mean, that was one of the things that turned me off from that side nursing. So, you know, after I went on maternity leave, so I had my daughter. I went on maternity leave for like three months, 
And I was so, you know, in this new mommy era, I was excited. I was, you know, I was loving on my baby. And then it was time to go back to work. And I was like, oh my gosh, I really have to like now juggle being a mom and a nurse, like trying to put it all together when really I just want to be at home. <laughs> I just want to be with my baby. So um, I go back to work. I remember this like it was yesterday. I go back to work and y'all, even when I'm on maternity leave, I still have pre-shift anxiety. Like just thinking about getting ready to go back to work was triggering me so bad. Like, oh my gosh, okay, I got one month left. I got two weeks left. I got one week left. I got one day left. So I'm back at work. And I remember going to work and being on orthotrauma. And I'm sitting in the break room and I'm just like, Oh my gosh, I do not want to be here with every fiber of my being. Like, what am I doing? I do not want to be here. So, you know, I was like, maybe I can suck it up for a little bit longer, like see where it goes. I really did try, y'all. I did. But that pre-shift anxiety is debilitating. Like, and I think my pre-shift anxiety was so bad because I was in the float pool and I did not know what I was where I was gonna be, like who I was gonna be with, you know. <sighs> what patients I was going to get, like every shift, like before every shift, my stomach would hurt. You know, I guess that was my stress response to everything. My stomach hurt, like my stomach hurt would hurt all the way up until I got shift report because I'm just so anxious. And, you know, at the time I couldn't figure out why my stomach was hurting so bad, but then I took away that stimuli and guess what y'all, my stomach does not hurt anymore. Like it was, it was just too much for me. I, that was just, it was just too much for me anyway. So um, I'm working, I'm working after maternity leave. I get up to the point where my daughter's like eight months and I'm like, I don't want to do this anymore. So I was like, I just, I just let my manager know, you know, I kind of want to move on from this position and I let him know. And, you know, we're on the phone and I'm talking to her and I'm like, Hey, you know, I don't think I want to be a part of, you know, the football team anymore. He's like, you know, I just want to move on. And she's, you know, asked me all these questions, you know, why, you know, where are you going? You know, I tell her, I was like, you know, I just, I'm not sure you know, but I don't, I know I don't want to be here. And she was like, well, if this is how you feel, then you have to put in your 30 day notice. And I was like, 30 days, what happened in two weeks? Like in my mind, when I'm telling her this stuff, I'm thinking like, okay, I got two more weeks to work here. She's like, it's 30 days. And she says 30 days because, you know, we need time to find somebody else. And, um, also, if you don't complete 30 days, you'll be on the do not hire list for this hospital system and you won't ever be able to work or be affiliated with us ever again. And I was like, dang, what if I what if I do want to go back to this hospital system, you know, just because. And I was like, OK, all right, I'll work the 30 days. Y'all, I was so heartbroken. I was like, OK, I can do 30 more days. So during that 30 days, I finished out my nurse residency and um, then I started looking for jobs. And I applied to a whole bunch of different jobs. I didn't get them. I applied to urgent care. I was so gung-ho about this urgent care position I was trying to get. It was right next to my house. I was so excited. No. Then I applied to home health. And I was like, they got back to me, but they weren't paying enough at the time. Um, and then, you know, I was like, I'll try pack you nursing. You know, I liked the, sh the shift. Like, I liked the hours that they were, they had posted. It was three tens instead of three twelves. So I thought maybe that would cut some time out a little bit. So I was like, okay, you know, I'll, I'll try it. Even though it's 30 hours at 36. So I put my application in. They did get back to me. You know, we had an interview scheduled, but then 
before I went to that interview, I got a message from a company on Indeed saying they were hiring remote RNs. And I was like, what is this? You know, I'm looking through the job description. It's remote three days a week, day shift only, because while I was working in the hospital, I was doing days and nights. I really did not know that all nurses did not work that schedule. I thought all nurses worked days and night shift. No, I figured that out way later. Anyway, it was day shift only. And I was like, that sounds like, that sounds really nice. The only thing, the only thing that held me back at that moment from applying right then was the pay. I was making $35 an hour and this job was offering 31. And I was like, mm -hmm. do I want to go down, you know, $3? I, I mean, I just got this raise like maybe the month before. So I had just started making $35 and y'all, I still wanted to leave even, even after I got the raise, I still wanted to go. But anyway, so I, you know, I just put it in the back of my mind for now. But once that seed was planted, every time I went to work, I would think, dang, if I worked from home, I would not have to make this commute in the morning. I lived 45 minutes away from my hospital system and I had to get up at like 5 a.m. and leave by like at least 5.45 to get to the unit by 7. I would not have to pay for parking. Y'all, yes, they were charging me to park. They were taking money out my check to park and work there. That that's just that's just rude. I'm sorry, it is. <laughs> um, and you know what? The parking spot wasn't even all that because I still had to catch the bus to get to the hospital. That's how far away it was. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh my gosh, yeah. So I was standing at the bus stop, pitch dark in the morning. You know, six. 6.30 a.m., just standing at the bus stop. I'm like, I wouldn't have to do that no more. And then, you know, the ultimate thing was, if I work from home, I wouldn't have to leave my baby, you know? Like, so once that seed was planted, it sounded better and better and better by day. And I was like, you know what? I'm gonna go for it. You know, maybe I'll make that $3 back, you know, with all the costs that I just cut, my gas bill, childcare bill, and then I took away my parking bill. So I went to the interview, you know, I show up, it's virtual, and it was a pretty straightforward interview. They asked me if I had any experience with Epic or Cerner, and I said, yeah, <laughs> it was mainly Epic, though. And then they asked me, you know, to share my experience, and I told them what I just told y'all, and then she said, okay. And then maybe two minutes later, they were offering me the job, you know, during the interview, and I was like, oh. Yeah, I'll take it. Okay. And they're like, all right, we're going to see you for your drug screen and we'll get you all the information over for training. And I was like, okay. So I canceled the PACU interview and, you know, I was jumping up and down. I was so excited. You know, I went to my mom and I told her, I was like, mom, I'm going to be working from home. And she was like, what? As a nurse? I was like, yes. <laughs> I was so excited. And um, the whole time, I am still working at the hospital, finishing out this daggone 30 days. So I'm probably like on day, I'm probably on like day 18 at this point. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm still got to finish this up. So um, during this 30 day period, I get COVID. So I was so happy because that means I didn't have to go back to work for a week. I was, I was like, okay, yes, I can get a little like breather, you know, try to recover from this. I don't have to worry about the stressors of being at work right now. Like y'all, I was so, I was like, yes, Lord, won't he do it? <laughs> and so then I ended up, um, 
finishing out everything, finished up my nurse residency and I was done. I was done. I had like three more shifts on night shift. So I did my three little shifts and then I moved on and um, I was getting ready for my virtual nursing position. You know, I still didn't really fully understand the job. Um, I just took the role and was like, you know, just I could be at home. So I didn't fully understand the job description when I took the role. I just took it. I was like, OK, like, get me out of here. So when I started training, okay, the central role and the function of the virtual nurse is to admit, discharge, round, do medication sign-offs, which is pretty cool. That one blew me away. And educate and mentor. So um, when I'm doing the training and I'm just going through, I'm like, okay, virtual nursing is going to be the future of nursing. Like I just, I just took everything I wish I had as a bedside nurse and the virtual nurse kind of checked those off. And I'm like, the virtual nurse supporting the patient and the nurse, like that's awesome. That is so cool. Um, so I got, I get a lot of satisfaction out of that knowing, yeah, I support the patients, but I know what it's like to be that nurse, you know, and you get a new admin on the floor, you know, now the only thing you got to focus on is getting them settled, stable, and then you delegate the virtual nurse, the admission, same thing, but the discharge, you know, you tell the virtual nurse, put the packet together, you take it in the patient room, they take over the discharge, um, medication sign-offs. I mean, I remember being on the unit and having to wait like five minutes, 10 minutes for, you know, a nurse to come sign off with me because we were that busy. You know, I would have loved to have a virtual nurse come over to TV and sign off. And that's what I do now. And I think it is so that is that is so helpful. You know what I'm saying? And so, you know, I'm settling into at this time, settling into the new role and. You know, all those feelings I had about being a nurse, like I thought I hated it. I thought I wasn't going to be a nurse for very long. Now they're kind of subsided, you know. I'm like, okay, I can I can be a virtual nurse for some time, you know. I can I can do this for a little bit, and you know, this role kind of changed my whole view and perspective on what nursing can be, um, what a nurse looks like, you know. A nurse is a nurse no matter what they're doing, and also it gave me a different view on like overall just work, you know. Uh, Things I didn't think about before, like the commute. I didn't realize how much time I spent in the car until you don't do it no more. I was spending maybe like six hours in the car, probably six to eight hours in the car. Because, again, my commute was almost an hour each way. Um, like I didn't know how much of that time I was getting back. And then just like I was looking for a house. I'm still looking for a house. And not having to worry about where my job is in correlation to my house is really nice. You know, I didn't think about that before. You know, I didn't realize how much of a pool the job had on, you know, the life decisions I make, like buying a house. And now, you know, as long as I'm in one of the compact states, I can really move where I want to move, you know, which is nice. Really, really nice to think about. And, and of course, you know, family time, you know being with my kid seven days a week. I mean, I work three days, you know, this job is, is three twelves and then I have four days off. So that's a really good balance for me. That's a beautiful schedule for me. I really enjoy it. It's straight day shift again. So I get to be with my daughter all day. Like it's, it, it's nice, you know, and I'm not saying that all nurses, to curb burnout, need to work remotely. That's not what I'm saying, you know, because remote work is not for everybody and everybody doesn't believe in remote work, which is fine. But 
that's this is one of the things that inspired me. My my experience inspired me to create the remote nurse staffing agency, Nursey Connect, because. I can honestly say becoming a virtual nurse retained me in the profession of nursing. If I did not do virtual nursing, I don't know if I would have still been a nurse up until this point <laughs> after leaving the bedside. So it was it's nice that I had this option and it like I said, it retained me as a nurse. And if it retained me, you know, then Hopefully it can retain other nurses. So that is the mission here at Nursey Connect is to preserve the nursing workforce through remote work. So like I said, I am the chief executive and the founder of the remote nurse staffing agency, Nursey Connect. Okay, we support employers by providing them with inpatient virtual nurses. So if you're trying to grow your inpatient virtual nursing program, you have the technology, you just need the nurses. That is what Nursey Connect is made for. We also support companies who are looking for remote nurse case managers. Again, you have the technology, you just need the nurse. And we also support companies who hire psychiatric nurse practitioners. Again, you have the technology, you just need the qualified nurse. Nursey Connect is here to help you make that connection, okay? So that is my story, my journey why I created the Nursery Connect Staffing Agency, because y'all, since COVID-19, the use of telehealth services has increased tenfold. 90% of patients prefer telehealth services. And when we're talking about telehealth on this podcast, we're talking about nursing, okay? Do you understand what I'm saying? The demand for the virtual nurse is rising and it's going to continue to rise. And that's where Nursery Connect comes in to kind of help with that demand, because this position is definitely going to be in demand. And we'll get more into that on this podcast, kind of the effects of virtual nursing, which is making it popular, which is making it um, grow, okay? Because it does work. And that is really my story. If you would like to be on the show and you would like to tell your remote nurse story, um, you could submit your inquiries to nurseyconnect at gmail.com. Okay. Again, if you want to be on the show, submit your inquiries to nurseyconnect at gmail.com. All right, y'all. I hope y'all enjoyed this episode and I will see you in the next one. Bye, y'all.